Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Ricardo Ortega, founder of MLB Trash Talkers. Uh, super excited to bring this to you guys here tonight. Uh, we are here recording the very first episode of the Los Chingones podcast, Baseball Club, brought to you by the entire MLB Trash Talkers crew. Uh, we weren't able to get everybody on, unfortunately, tonight, but as uh, we continue on with each and every episode, uh, you know, we'll introduce everybody. Uh, this way you can get to know us all. Um, like I said earlier, my myself, I'm Ricardo Ortega. I'm originally from San Diego, California. I am the founder of MLB Trash Talkers. Um, we want to make sure that you guys, uh, you know, we, we put a face to the names of the, the people that you see the content from the MLB Trash Talkers Instagram page every day. Um, and again, we are the Los Chingones Baseball Club. Uh, I am a, I am a, a, a Padres fan. Uh, for those of you who... Uh, who have always asked, you know, is he a Dodgers fan? Is he a Giants fan? Oh, this guy's clearly a Red Sox fan. Uh, the uh, the cat's out of the bag. I'm a Padres fan. So I'm going to I'm gonna go around the horn right now, introduce everybody. Uh, first off, I want to introduce uh, the four of the people I have on me on the show tonight. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, turn it over to Jesus. Go ahead and you got, the floor is all yours, bud. My name's Asus. Um, I'm originally from L.A. I was born in East L.A., Moved down to San Diego County uh, when I was about 11 with my family. Living in Fallbrook right now. I'm a big Dodge fan. I mean, almost every LA team you can think of, except the ones that suck. So I'm a Lakers fan, Kings fan, <laughs> uh, newly LAFC fan, and I'm also a Raider fan. And that's about it for me right now. Did you say newly LAFC? What is that? Mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was trying. My buddy Koki and uh, my friend's dad, uh, they converted me to be an LAFC fan. I was a Galaxy fan, but I mean, I just just decided to be an LAFC fan and jumped on the bandwagon. <laughs> That's fair. I like that. That's yeah, fair enough. You can admit it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who do we got next? Uh, well, I'm Ralphie. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, born and raised in Los Angeles, California. I was born and raised a Dodger fan my entire life. I love the Raiders. <clears throat> That's my favorite football team. I met these guys uh, a little while ago. We're all baseball nuts. And uh, it's been smooth sailing ever since. And, you know, I just love baseball. It's my favorite sport. I worship the game. And, um, you know, it's just kind of we're in a shitty situation with, like, not being able to watch our favorite game. But we hope that this is, uh, you know, people get a kick out of what we're doing and you enjoy even us putting us content when uh, there is no baseball. So that's kind of what we're here for, you know, like even though by now we'd all be at spring training and getting ready for opening day next week, you know, we still kind of want to like share our thoughts and like our feelings about, you know, the game that we love. And unfortunately we can't watch it, but here we are, you know, trying to talk about the game as if it's still going on. So, you know. I hope everybody enjoys it. Thanks for that, Ralphie. Great to have you on here. All right, who do we got next? Who wants to take the floor? Yeah, I guess oh. I'll go next, bro. Um, <clears throat> my name is Andrew Allegri. I'm born and raised in San Diego, born and raised a Padres fan. You know, I guess when it comes to being a Padres fan, all I got to say is I believe in the process. I trust in the process. I trust in A.J. Preller. I know it's not always the most popular opinion people have had their mixed opinions on him now over a rebuild or so but you know regardless i believe in what the padres are doing 
Um, definitely going to try to not be biased, you know, like all the rest of us do, because you know we got our differences being Padres fans and Dodgers fans here. But uh, <laughs> a little bit about myself, like personal life. Um, I've always been into almost every sport. I've been reading the baseball section of the newspaper since I was four years old, so I guess baseball is my number one. But I love soccer. I love uh, hockey. I work for a junior hockey team as a play-by-play announcer. So, you know, I definitely got to love my fair share of hockey, but baseball has always been my first love. So I'm ready to get this going. Thanks for that, Andrew. Happy to have you on here. And last right. but not least. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I'm Jimmy P. I'm born in East L.A. as well. I moved out to uh, San Bernardino County back in 1990 when there was nothing out here. You know, um, you know. Uh, honestly, I've shared this with them before. Um, growing up, I was never a baseball fan. You know, I, and the truth is, I just didn't understand it. You know, once I, you know, started paying attention and understanding it more, I fell in love with the game, and you know, became a Dodger fan. Of course, you know, been repping it ever since. Um, a little bit of personal life as well. Um, my father of four. Um, I turned into a baseball coach for my son's little league team and, you know, just learning as we go. <laughs> and um, one thing we've also we've also learned is that you're also a um, you're a, a, a you have a newborn. So definitely congrats. Congrats on your, <laughs> on your right, fourth, Jimmy. man. <laughs> big, big congrats. Stay there. I see. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you guys. As you all know, and Jesus has one, too. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me yeah. let me add to that. Congrats to Jesus yeah. on little baby on on your on your little baby Matthew. He's adorable. Um, you know, we're we're all at different points in our lives here at MLB Trash Talkers, Los Chingones. But um, you know, like you guys all said, one thing that brings us all together at the end of the day is um, you know our love for baseball and uh, just uh, just the the family vibe that it's created. Um, yeah. And you know, given the the circumstances lately, it's been a pretty uh, shitty situation. I mean, yeah. we're all coping with it with our own way, but one thing that's all keeping us together, I think the glue that's all holding us together is, you know, we, despite despite these, these terrible circumstances regarding the uh, COVID-19, um, <coughs> you know, we're, we've all been there to oh, support shit. each other. Um, regardless of the fact that there's no, you know, that was our bread and butter. Uh, that's what brought us all together is the fact that we all bonded through sports, but we all developed this bond and it it goes beyond baseball and it goes beyond sports, so to say. So, I mean, I kind of just want to know, you know, how, how are you guys all individually coping with this? I mean, we're all, we're all holed up in our, in our homes right now, you know, as yeah. of just a few hours ago, California, you know, California announced that hey, that you, we're on that they're on mandatory lockdown for the entire state. And you know, me being in Las Vegas, um, you know, we've been on lockdown since Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. And every everybody's coping with their own way. So I just want to see, you know, how you guys are, how you guys are handling it personally. Yeah. Because everybody's got well, their own way. Like me, this is Ralph talking. You know, me, for example, I think uh, I speak for myself, but I think I can speak for everybody in the baseball community. I think the thing I'm, I miss the most, not only the game and, 
watching everything opening day is just that, like hanging out with all my friends. Because, you know, we all have jobs, we all have our own lives. And like, that's the thing that always like brings us together is the game. So me, for example, I think that's the thing I miss the most. Like as of like right now, it'd probably be that. It's just like hanging with like my friends and like seeing everybody that I know, like at Dodger Stadium and like just all the familiar faces, the people I met on Instagram. And, you know, dude, we got Mookie Betts. <laughs> and I was just so excited see. to like, yeah. see that dude take the field. And, I mean, there's just so many layers to how sad I am. You know, like, it's not just not watching the game. You know, it's so many things. Like, not going to spring training. Not, you know, uh, you know, eating a Dodger dog, drinking a michelada. Like, you know, as a baseball fan, I think those are the things that you take the most. You know, like, there's just so many layers of what we love about this game. And it's just been completely taken away from us. So... It's just one of those things where it's like, we know it's coming back, but, you know, this is so unprecedented to the point where, like, I think we're all still kind of, like, processing it. You know, it's still, like, not real because technically, as of now, the season wouldn't even have started yet, starting next week. Right. So, you know, it's just, um, I think it's not going to be real till then, you know, till, like, we're like, whoa, we're, like, in mid-April whoa <laughs> you know like yeah nothing i think happened. it starts next next week what next thursday next yeah. wednesday was supposed <clears> to go <throat> yeah you i know. think that's really going to be the first time for me that it's really going to hit and i mean i feel fortunate myself i was able to go out to spring training last weekend before it got shut down just two or three days before uh, i got to see my padres get the absolute snot beat out of them by the dodgers but that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to yeah. see plenty of that when the season starts up again. Just being honest with myself, you know. Well, I'd say, I'd say over the last 15 years, the Dodgers have pretty much had their number. Yeah, yeah I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah and I just want you to Anyways, you know, like, we're all excited to get started with baseball, you know. Like I said, next week would be basically our Christmas for all of us. Because you know how big opening it really day is. is everyone Christmas. says that opening day should be national holiday we should have the day off work on well, this year we do but this year it's different not the way we want <laughs> wow. it's under really and, shitty circumstances <laughs> i also want to say and piggyback on with you guys is that for me it hit me last week because as you guys know uh the people listening right now don't know but i'm an emt down in san diego and being an emt i'm able to work all sorts of special events all sorts of uh, sporting events so we were doing our PECO orientation that we do every year just to go over the park, uh, just to do some training and to just cover our bases. And when we were doing our orientation is when MLB announced that uh, it was going to be postponed. Uh, NHL announced that it was going to be postponed. Uh, MLS announced that it was going to be postponed. So it just kind of hit me because I was in the park when everything was shut down and to put things into like even worse that day was pouring so it was just gloomy rainy or cold baseball was pretty much canceled so i'm just like damn man like we're doing our orientation we're supposed to be working peco next like in two weeks and now we gotta wait two months yeah and how fitting is it for baseball to get canceled on a day where it rains huh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, 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 you know, so, so can you kind of hopefully? So, so Jesus, so can you kind of recap? You know, I mean, if you can, if you recall, can you kind of give like a like a graphic detail of you know kind of how it went down? Like, was there 
like did the staff like does does just the overall demeanor from the people just change like the whole mood like was it like panic or was it kind of just business as usual this is as usual but it was kind of like if someone just deflated a balloon like it was everyone was just bummed like especially us um having an orientation we were still going through the usual thing but we knew baseball was canceled for a while and we see people like doing renovations at peco and it's just normal day to get this done um but like i said it was just gloomy just everyone was just bummed out man because that's honestly that's also part of our overtime i get a bunch of overtime working a bunch of Padre games and it's pretty much like a season pass because I get to watch the game on the TV right. and all that. Yeah. Um, but I also get to go outside of the stadium, which is like maybe 50 feet uh, or to the field, which is like 50 feet away from me. Um, but now that overtime is is gone, so I'm, I just need to pick up extra shifts. Um, yeah, I feel that man. Like yeah. even myself, you know, like I said, I work play by play for a hockey team. I know hockey season was ending anyway. So I work for a junior hockey team here in San Diego. Shout out to the San Diego Sabres. Uh, we were about to go on our playoff run, and playoffs got absolutely canceled because of COVID-19. Didn't even have a chance to play a playoff game. So there went that job, and then I work in the restaurant industry as well. And so obviously we're closed too. So now I'm unemployed. Like I'm sure a lot of people out there listening are in the same boat. But, you know, we're all going to get through it our own way. We'll see what the government ended up doing for us, or what the state does for us, or what our individual companies do for us. But, you know, it is what it is. I guess that's all we can say about it. Yeah, yeah man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry for your loss. Um, I said one thing that – said at, at the end of the day, one thing that is going to bring us all together is, um, you know, it, it goes beyond sports. Um, we're all family here, and – yeah, we talk shit on Instagram. People talk shit in the comments. We talk shit on just the teams. We like to poke fun, but um, the fact that we're all just—I've seen a—I've seen a huge change in like the demeanor of people in the comments. Um, Absolutely. You know, everybody, everybody's feeling the same—the same emptiness, the same sadness. Yeah. Like, like uh, it, it's a piece of us was just taken out. So I feel you know, like if anybody's man, like the same team, man. We're all here, on like, team baseball. Yeah, we're all yeah, team baseball. We all want like, we all want our sports back, man. Follows our page and like loves like you know what we do and you know I think we we all have a similar mindset. We just love the game so much, but you know we all root for different teams and I think that's why like the MLB Trash Talkers page like is a little you know unique in that sense where we embrace it. You know we embrace the fact that we hate other people's teams and. But, you know, we love the game so much that we see past it. And, you know, to Ricky's point, you know, you see, like, everybody coming together because it's like all of our teams aren't playing, you know. We're all feeling the same way, you know. Every single body, like, that loves baseball is just kind of stuck, you know. Like, what what do we do? And, you know, I, you know, for me, like, I think to myself, like, you know, does the season just start or is there going to be like another spring training before the season starts? Right. Like I, there's just so, and you know, what about the all-star game? You know, like it was supposed to be a Dodger stadium this year. Yeah. Now they, like, they, they put the all Dodgers, that money in the renovations. All those renovations essentially yeah, just, you know, for the yeah, you know, so that sucks. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, as a Dodger fan, like it was devastating <laughs> because, you know, I had my opening day ticket ready to go, 
you know, I'm ready to see all these renovations, all this new stuff. Cause you know, I mean, I'm a, you know, I was born and raised in Leftfield Pavilion. So <laughs> it ain't, it ain't, it ain't shiny. It ain't, you know, and it ain't pretty, but hey, you've, you've, and, uh, you've taken me there. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. And, uh, you know, I was just so excited to see all the new stuff and, you know, it, like I said, like it's, it's more so than just like us not watching the game we love. It's like, you know, I think everybody just talked about like how it's affected them personally this virus, you know, that just kind of just, you know, but it is, it is kind of insane how like, you know, well, thank God no baseball players have gotten it right. Like, I don't think one, not one baseball uh, player. There were, as of well, right now. As, far, as of right now, there are no confirmed cases, but there were, um, I don't know if you guys saw the report, there were two minor leaguers that, uh, in the Yankees farm system that did test positive. So I don't know if those <laughs> players were players that were at the facility down in Florida. So I don't know if they were exposed to most of the other players, but either way, I mean, it is making its way into the baseball world and who knows with the two week incubation period, who knows how many players were exposed in spring training and it just hasn't popped up yet. Yeah. It could have been somebody that, you know, they came into contact, you know, signing something as simple as signing an autograph. And, you know, I don't think yeah, that's exactly. even been talked about at all. Like, you know, I mean, you're right. You know, th- think about how many, like, like, athletes like one by one like and, and it's kind of sporadic it's not like every day it's like every other week like i think kevin durant was the, just the last like you know and and two lakers and they're, they're they haven't even named them yet you know what i mean because yeah. it, they'd even say like there's no symptoms so you know to my like you know what when i was saying like we don't even know when this is going to start you know we, we think it might be two months you know but let's just say one baseball player gets it and another baseball player gets it then then what does that do to the timetable? Like, you know, I'm going to be honest. Like, sometimes I think to myself, and I don't know if anybody else has thought about this, you know, are we going to have baseball this year? To me, that's the worst case scenario. I and really like, try not to think about it as much as right. I can. It's like, I don't think anybody wanted to say it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because Yeah, I mean, right now I'm operating under the mindset that we'll have baseball back by June. I don't know if it's going to be the full season or if it's going to be – we're just going to lose whatever we lost or what, right. because that means for 2021, what are we going to do? Shorten spring training, have spring training start later, have the season okay. start later. What do you guys think of like, like a short season? I mean, because that, that would be weird. If you know, I wouldn't be opposed like, to it. I, I wouldn't it's be better a, than not. I, so I, again, I wouldn't if, be opposed to it in the starts, sense that. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say I would I wouldn't be opposed to it in the sense that um, it avoids um, and I know they tossed this idea around of a potential neutral site for the World Series. Yeah. And you know they were they were discussing Miami and Phoenix as potential locations. Um, I would say just shorten the season, cut your losses. Right. The the show goes on. Yeah. Because you know, I mean, who knows like, what the what the individual stadiums are going to have to reschedule for after baseball season. Yeah. You know, Petco yeah, Park, you know. Because at that point, you're discussing rescheduling games in cities where, uh, you know, in cities where that, that don't know what it's like to be outside in, in November, December. Right. Correct. Yeah. Like Yankees playoffs in the middle of December. Yikes. It's, it's just unreal. It's it's wishful thinking, but it's it's yeah. just unrealistic. What was Padre game for the wild card that one year? What was it? it was freezing. Oh, in Colorado, the Matt it's Holiday. In Colorado, 
and yeah, like, he's so he's so never touch on play. <laughs> see, it, like I think that goes more to what I'm saying. It's like, you know, it's like we're all we're all hoping so bad. I think I, I, like I think Andrew touched on that. We're like, I, like I didn't even want to think about that. Like, you know, we're all hoping so bad that this happens this year. But then, you know, the more we talk about it, the more we break it down. You know, like, look, even that, even the, the, the weather, dude, like, just even that, like, you know, like, you know, if you, if, if you do make, like, you know, bring it into the next year, you know, you're going to be affected by weather, like, just so many other things, too, like, if you make it. So, you know, would you guys be okay with no season this season and just starting off fresh next year? I mean, fine, okay. The players with the contracts, like, do they get one less contract? I mean, right. one less year of the contract? Yeah, that would be <laughs> a thing for I mean, service time. Yeah. So you're still I mean, in the Dodgers? I mean, who, who, or like who's making $30 million this year? Like, who, who, who and then it's like, dollars? contracts, would you just not count this season as a contract year? Would you do it as half a year? But then, I feel like, of course, it would be difficult to do it half a year. Because then you'd look at it with players' contracts expiring in 2023, the beginning of right. July. Dude, yeah, the one-year guys? Like, what That's happens with that? You know? Like, look at, let's look at Mookie Betts, for example. That guy's, on his, that guy's in his contract year. You guys yeah. gave up, uh, you guys True. gave up uh, Alex Verdugo. Uh, who else did you guys give up for him? I don't, uh, I can't God, recall. Like, Two prospects that nobody's ever gonna remember. But, so but, lo- but long story long story short though is yeah. you guys gave up a valuable piece Absolutely. that you guys saw as, as a building block towards a winning roster. And Absolutely. when it all comes down to it, you know what's gonna happen? Yeah. Are they gonna you know, are, are they shortening the season or are you getting uh, I'm I'm getting you know 75 that's a games great out of Mookie Betts. You know that's a great point because you think about it. You shorten the season, you get that guy for like not what we paid for in the trade because you know we right. we gave up Verdugo for a year of Mookie Betts. But now given the circumstances, it's like what does that year even mean? You know what I mean? Like is it you know like because because like if they do start the next season, I mean legally I don't think. It holds any water because it's like, no, dude, you had me for 2020. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. You didn't have me for 2020. So you look at it. Well, well I guess it's like, all about the way that the contract is. Think of like too. October Madness. You know, instead of a March Madness, October Madness, for we get all the baseball teams and we just throw them in a tournament. Hey, that's not a bad idea. I mean, <laughs> that's, you know, whoa. Well, <laughs> honestly, if that's what it came to, whatever. Hey, if it means the Potters winning a World Series that way, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we call yeah, it that's, 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 that's how we'll like, actually see him play in like the last, um, um, like whatever, like the last NLCS, NLDS, like whoever was like in it last year, like you're automatically back in it. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, man, you guys are totally right about Mookie. Like, let's say the season does start at about the halfway point, maybe a little bit before that. If that counts as a full service year, and that's the full contract that the Dodgers had for Mookie. If the Dodgers go out and don't win the World Series again, that is a massive, massive failure. And that is not something that they can just withstand that loss for what they gave up for Mookie. Obviously, people could say that they could have given given up more out of their farm system for Mookie. So it could have been worse. 
But right. still, I know Dodger fans, I know how they felt about Verdugo. Oh, he was a fan favorite. Big time. Oh, the red song, when it came on, Dodger Stadium erupted every single erupted. time. Big time. All day. I mean, you know, I'm in left field pavilion, so everybody knows. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I know social media has not been kind to him. Uh uh, in Boston, the guy hasn't even suited up for it. Uh, just because yeah, well, they, got, they love them and the Hispanic oh, community love them. And there isn't much of a Hispanic community in Boston. <laughs> I mean, I just thought the how, hair matches Boston, almost. So. How are they going to change their tune once the guy starts performing? I'm yeah. just, you know, I, I'm like, legitimately interested in that. You know what, like, dude, like, it, like, I, I'm a guy from L.A., and, you know, I'm a Latino from L.A., so I can only say what I see. You know what I mean? And right. I'm going to be honest. Like, you know, I, when I saw that kid go over there, you know, we all loved him over here. And he's got raw talent. I mean, if you look at his minor league numbers, it, look, it is what it is. I, I, I get, like, people go oh, the minor leagues. Look, dude, the point is the kid was a high prospect for a really long time. And, I mean, when he's going to get it, when he figures it out, he's going to rake, especially in Boston. You know, with, you know, I'm sorry. He's he's either on the left wall. Field. Or you can aim for the short post and right. You know what I mean? I mean, pick pick, pick what you want, you know? But I did see social media shit on this kid. I saw people, like, talk about his look, like what he's wearing. I don't know if you guys caught that, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. It doesn't matter what he's wearing. The the kid can play. But my point to that is, like, you're right, you know, till he performs. And, look, I don't know if that's always been, like, Boston's MO. You know what I mean? I could... You know, talk about a couple other guys like Carl Crawford. <laughs> you know what I mean? That when they don't play well, they get shit on. You know what I mean? But, you know, I guess when Dustin Bedroya gets hurt, it's like, uh-oh, wow, that sucks. You know what I mean? He's got heart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's you know, you're right. Yeah, think about it. it, it they had David Ortiz. They had Manny Ramirez. I mean, those. Yeah. I mean, Ramirez was a spectacle as it was, man. Well, look, oh, I yeah, mean, I Manny Ramirez was one of the most tickets to that. Right-handed hitters of all time in Boston got him two World Series, right? Everybody loved him, and then he showed up in L.A. And then, like two weeks later, he was on the cover of like ESPN magazine that said "cheater" because he got caught doing roids, right? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's Manywood, man. That, yeah, but the Reds that that the Dodgers. Like, okay, you know, and Big Poppy never got popped. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so many Red Sox and Dodgers connections, man. Carl Crawford, Manny Ramirez, David Price, Mookie Betts, Adrian Gonzalez. Man, the yeah. list just keeps oh. going. Never thought about <laughs> oh, that. Bro. Yeah. You know, they, they they say that the, the Padres are the farm system for the rest of the league. I'd say the Red Sox are the farm system for the Dodgers. Correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. You know, <laughs> if you want to call Manny's first couple like, years of his career <laughs> farm system, then I'd yes. Love, I'd love to ask the Padres fans this question. And, you know, you, your bats are there. They're there. I mean, you look at that lineup. You guys got fam. I mean, you added to that, you know. Can I ask? Oh, man, you, that guy's you, a stud. Could you trade or why, like, as fans, maybe you feel the same frustration I feel as a Dodger fan because it's like, you know, every year passes and there's things that can make your team better. And it's like, we, you, got, you can trade. You know, you got, the, you got, you got the, the, the guys in the system that you can trade for good players, maybe coming off like a one-year deal or whatever. My point is this. When you guys look at your rotation, would you uh, trade the farm for like two really good starters? Like the farm. I don't know like what that means as a no. Padres fan. But oh. Honestly, like we've seen so many of these kids like 
at least me personally. I, I'm sure it's the same for you, Ricardo. Yeah. Like, we've seen these kids get drafted. We've seen them come up. Like, Lake Elsinore, their single-A affiliate is up the road from the from Petco Park, what, 35, 40 minutes with no traffic? I'd say, so yeah, you can I'd go up hour. and see them. A little bit more. Go up it's and like see those kids real easy from down here if you want to. So, like, last year, Mackenzie Gore was down there for, I think, 19, 20 starts. Absolutely ripped it up. And uh, I think it was the pitcher of the month in single A, you know, got promoted to double A right before July. And so, you know, it's like things like that. Like, let me see. I can go back. I remember seeing Austin Hedges there. I remember seeing Jed Jerko there, you know, throwback Padre name a little bit and a Dodger yeah. name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the pottery you know, killer <laughs> coming you know up for so long. The guy goes to St. Louis just, and goes off. <laughs> you know how I yeah, just like everybody that, else. Like, you know, the Cardinals are the just Padres, ripping ahead. When I look at the Padres and I see what they already have, the, you know, my point to that is like I look at the last like two years for the Dodgers. You know, they traded for Manny Machado. That's huge. This year we traded for Mookie Betts. You know, the Padres sign guys, but you know the bats are there. That, that, that's kind of like my point. Like you guys wouldn't give up. Gore for like let's just say like a proven frontline starter with that lineup. And I just think you Gore, see we we I, we've tried yeah. that though and it didn't work out. I mean we went out multiple times. It was the two thousand. It was the two thousand fifteen season. You know we went out. We got Matt Kemp. We got Justin Upton. We got Will Myers. We got Will Middlebrooks. In a trade, uh, Aaron we, Norris. Yeah. Right. In a trade. Yeah. And and we said all right. We need one front of the line starter. I think those it was were all guy. bats. Who, by the yeah, way. Who, those were all bats, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, but that's but, but because going. we were we were we insisted that our pitching staff was you know it was good to go. We just needed one front line starter to just put the cherry on top. Right. So uh, who was in that rotation, Andrew? I think it was Ian Kennedy, uh, Andrew Kashner. When we oh, thought you know, he was good. Out, yeah, yeah. Uh, we went out and got the goat himself. James Shields, baby. James Shields, <laughs> four years. You guys so they ended up flipping him for Fernando Tatis, so that's all yeah. that matters. Everything's cool. Yeah, so all is forgiven. A statue for James Just like James we flipped Fernando Rodney for Chris Paddock from the Marlins. Ooh. Thank you, Miami. <laughs> so going back to Rafi's question, so Ricky and Andrew, say the Padres and the Nationals were in talks like in July. The farm for Scherzer and Strasburg. With yeah. the lineup that you guys have right now, like I mean, if that's the return. Yeah. And if you guys were in the race, if you, if you guys were in the race, like the bats were keeping in the race, but the pitching was just a problem. Strasburg yeah, and Scherzer. Is, I feel like if we were see, in the you, race, you, you, you see, in that women. case, I'm willing to give up the farm. But Washington's got to be to eat up some of that contract. Well, yeah, yeah. naturally. Naturally, yeah, yeah. Na- naturally, that'd be a thing. You know so I mean? the the answer to your question would be yes. I would I would take Scherzer and Strasburg. You know, because like I think we talk about this just because like um and and totally this turned into NOS. <laughs> like we get it, guys. We we we're Dodger fans and Padre fans, but you know, like I we're covering it. We're we're gonna cover everybody for yeah. the for the listeners yeah. out there. A- absolutely. You know, <laughs> I look at the Padres lineup and like, how is that not like the second best team in the National League? Seriously. I mean, yeah. I think they were projected to finish in first place NOS, in three yeah. other divisions. <laughs> NOS, yeah. Go ahead. I think the Padres were projected to finish in first place in three of the other divisions this season. Oh, I guess. Uh, I don't that? think. What's not the, the AL East, not the NL West. 
I, I think that was just one of the ESPN guys' uh, full standings projections where he just puts out every team's projected finish. Yeah. I don't remember who it was, if it was Passon or Rosenthal or whatever. I, I will say, if there's going to be one catalyst in that lineup, uh, whether it's it's offensively or a pitcher, it's going to be Tommy Pham, who lights a fire yeah. under their ass and says, oh, yeah. what the fuck are you guys doing? Let's kick this in gear. You know, Tommy Pham's year last year, you know, if, if, it, if that even transitions a bit into, and, you know, and I think it will, you know, NOS, beautiful, playing in Petco Park, you know, look look at the guys around them. I mean, you know, if you can play that way at the trop, <laughs> you know, I think, yeah. pretty, I think you'd do pretty good over there at Petco, you know. And, you know, you think about it, too, the AOS pitching is a little better. You know, I mean, that, that's what Yankees, Red Sox, freaking, you know, I mean, that's that's like good. And yeah, good he was a- lucky that he didn't have to face the Rays pitchers. So that staff right. is nasty, too. Absolutely. And, you know, and then you put that in between Machado, Tatis Jr. I mean, dude, uh, I guess Hosmer, you know, he's there. And look, and I'm not even knocking him, dude. That that dude, like last year, he was OK, you know, and, and I think if if he think he doesn't have to be the guy, he'll rake, you know. Yeah, and if we can get one of our guys like Josh Naylor or Ty France to come up and be that left-handed first baseman that we need, because Eric Hosmer has proven multiple times he cannot hit the lefties. And I, <laughs> it's not even an experiment. The dude just can't hit left-handed pitch. But we need to find that guy that can come in off the bench consistently to face lefties and get us crucial at-bats, because that's what we're missing from the lineup when Hosmer's on the bench. Yeah. How do you guys think your locker room is going to be? I mean, with Machado and, and stuff like that, do you feel like they would actually get along? Yeah, I mean, Machado, Machado, and Hosmer were brought in, you know, to you know they they're they they have that veteran presence, and now that Tommy Pham's in the mix, um, you know, there's going to be you know they're you're going to have a kind of a big three to um. To, to mentor some of the younger kids in that clubhouse. You know, I think and it then, sucks, too. Like, think about it. Like, th- this is your guys' first-year coach, right? Yep. Yeah, Jace Tingler. Yeah, Tingler, yeah. <laughs> hey, Tingler, you got to yeah, get his jersey. The, the Tingler. The Tingler. The Tingler. Sounds like something era. else. Yeah. Sounds like the, uh, the shocker. That's got to be it's... a drag, you know? I mean... You know, ready to go. Let's go. Here we and then boom. You know, just like it sounds like a strain of CBD. <laughs> and I'm down. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> so you know, I, I think like you know, and, and like <laughs> just kind of going off topic a bit right now. Like you know, I think about guys like right now, like in in the season it stopped, you know, and everything. Like, like I think Nolan Arenado has you know that. Too, right is this like his walk year right like he can leave after this year yeah or no uh, uh let me no let me an extension didn't let, say you know a couple what? years ago he no, just said after that yeah you know what he let me get. let me look that up let me look that up really quickly because i just for the sake of fact checking i don't want to yeah. give out any misleading information you know, i think that's kind of interesting too because you know he was the, like him and the rockies just had such a you know very public bad relationship and it was, it was a terrible it was a terrible come out so quickly too like the rockies fans loved him he seemed to like colorado and then all of a sudden it seemed like after the season ended i don't know if the season last year just didn't go how he liked or what but it just you seemed know, like that, it's irritated 
I think that's one of the things I wanted to talk about, like especially like in the MLB trash talkers, just because everything that happened, obviously with the virus and everything. And I think I think it's fun between you, me, and you guys that we're talking normal baseball again, you know. But you know, when when, when you think about Arenado, you know, this guy was clearly unhappy. You know, he's been unhappy, I think, for a long time. He's a gamer. He wants to win. He doesn't want to just, you know, just be around and lose. Yeah. But, you know, when I think about that contract, I, I heard him on AM570 uh, with Petros and Money. He actually talked about it. They asked him, like, you know, why did you take that deal? You know, because he's always been so vocal about being an L.A. guy, loving the Dodgers, you know. I think uh, Angel fans know, I think, who, who did that a lot? Jer- the Weavers, right? The Weavers always talk oh, about yeah. They were always, like, so vocal about being Dodger fans that, you know, they, everybody kind of thought it was a no-brainer. Like, he was coming to L.A., you know? But on on the show, he straight up said, like, when they offered him that money, how could he say no? It was like it was too much money to say no to, you know? Yeah. I thought it was interesting that literally not even like a year later, not obviously because the season is smaller than a year, but, you know, like not even a year later, he's vocal about not being happy, you know? And that's weird because they just gave you all this money. The only thing I could assume that happened there was that, you know, the season was over, they sucked. <laughs> And when he came, you know, maybe went to like, you know, to the GM and said, okay, so what are we doing? You know, they were like, dude, look what we're paying you. What do you want us to do? And again, <laughs> I think he might as he, he, I think that's what made him so mad because he, he didn't yeah. say what, you know, this is me just assuming, by the way. But I just, I can't think of another reason that you got all this money and then not even a year later, you're like trash talking your team. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, I wonder, did the Rockies not come to him before offering him that contract and say, Nolan, will you take less money so we can go sign X? Right. Because if they did, if he wanted to be there, and because, I mean, look at him. Look at his what he's good at. That's Coors Field, baby. He's <laughs> not all Coors Field. That's not his skill set. Like, some players – are products of Coors Field. He's not a product of Coors Field, but he damn well takes advantage of Coors Field. Yeah. So, He's just a naturally good ball player. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I think exactly. he should have gotten more. You don't take yeah. streamers down third baseline, you know. And, you know, My point is, like, what he does defensively, he does everywhere. You know, he doesn't yeah. just do that. Act, He's incredible. You know? he, this yeah. guy is, like, phenomenal. He's one of, you know, between you and me, like, he's been one of my favorite ball players forever. You know, I, I think the guy's amazing. Yeah. But, you know, I – it's been talked about. They say that, you know, after his opt-out, he's just going to leave and maybe come to the Dodgers. I don't know at that point where he would be because I think this is Justin Turner's last year. I believe it is. See, there's another one. I think this is Turner's walk year. You know, we just talked about the contract. This is going to get weird, man. You know, this is going to get really, yeah. really you know, this So reminded me so of something it, else it, I wanted so, to bring up, too, if you guys don't mind. Go ahead. Um, you know, if we're going to switch coasts real quick, I was wondering what you guys thought about what this stoppage of baseball, what it can do to hurt or help certain teams in different situations. Like, for instance, what comes to mind for me, you look at the Yankees. The Yankees were about to go into the first yep. month or two of their that season. Is that is a phenomenal question. Yep. Again. Yep. And now the Red Sox you just hit- lost Chris Sale for Tommy John. They're not getting Chris Sale back, but the Yankees are getting their guys back. So you knew how hard it was going to be for the Red Sox as it is to deal with that division. Now you hit it right on the goddamn head. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. You know, like, All right. it's like you're right. Like, you know, when 
is that should that be talked about like uh, amongst this horrible horrible thing that's going on we're I mean, seeing some silver linings to it actually <laughs> i mean yeah because you know, like I, I, if you're an organization how can't you i think andrew just hit the nail right on the head i mean judge was out stanton was out you know and, and again and, you know again again and now it's like these guys can heal up you know and we, like once again i don't know if this season's gonna start I think, you know, at this point, you know, like I said earlier, like my question is like, I, you know, honestly, guys, I don't, I honestly don't think it's fair for there to be a season, you know, this year, the more, the more we talk about it, you know, leading into the next year contracts. I mean, this is getting like, whoa, I, I, at this point, I really think, wouldn't it be easier to just tell everybody, you know, Hey, this year doesn't count. We're just gonna do it again next year. You see, as as easy as that sounds, it hurts, don't it? As easy as that that sounds, these guys are all bound to contracts. These are legal right. contracts. Yeah. This yeah. is still their work. These guys, some of these players, we gotta we gotta let's let's take out the equation of you know some of the the Mike Trout's, the Manny Machado's, you know the Nolan Arenado's, you know the the Christian Yelich's of baseball, right? You know, we still have guys that, you know, this is their life. This is their, their paycheck. Right. Some of these minor, some of these minor league guys that were next in line for a starting job, they're screwed. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're like the the same way that we would work our, our asses off to get that promotion or to get that bonus at work. Right. We're Ralphie, you and I, we're salesmen. So we know how (laughs) We know oh, yeah. how critical this is oh, yeah. to sell ourselves. Yeah, yeah. To we got to make our check. money. <laughs> we got to make yeah. our fucking we money. Make our right? Money, yeah. So these minor league players that are next in line to her- to inherit, you know, that starting second base job or center field job, these prospects that are making, a, you know, working off a minor league contract, what do they do now? You know, how is it going to affect know, them? You can look at the other side of the spectrum as well, like. Obviously, that's tough for players beginning their career, but what about the players ending their career? Like, you're right. looking at yeah. this now, and we might get robbed of the last season of Felix Hernandez. Yeah, you're right. And last year, we would have gotten robbed of the last season for CeCe. And, you know, those are just two names. Like, who knows who's all going to retire after this year or who was planning to retire after this season? I'm sure there's plenty. But, I some legends were, like, you know, retiring right now, like Derek Jeter, David Ortiz, like... It, they don't have their buy year. Yeah, they don't have. They don't. They don't get that. They don't get. Yeah, they're not going to go around and get to come yeah. to Petco Park and get a free surfboard or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I already dealt with Felix Hernandez in Seattle. Whack that ass painting of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, if we go the other way though. Like I said Fuck. about the Yankees, how it's good for them. You know, what about in another way, not specifically in regards to service time, but let's, you know, stay on the Padres because that's what I know off the top of my head. Chris Paddock, if we start this season in June, there's no innings, innings restriction. That dude's going to go ham the entire way, all the way to the end. <laughs> you're yep. not have yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> you're just going to go out, take the reins off, and tell him, go get him, young kid. Like, go get him because we're not going to take – we're not going to hold anything back for you. You're just going to go out there and go, and that's it. 
I mean, at the same time, we're still hoping these baseball players, these baseball players stay in shape, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> True. <laughs> you can't even I go mean, to the you gym, can man. Up, you know? like, yeah, man. What are you supposed to do? Do push-ups at home on the carpet? You know, it's like the, you know, I think once again, we, uh, we talked about it, like, you know, this is still fresh guys for everybody listening. You know, this is still like, you know, the season technically hasn't even started yet. I don't think none of us are going to feel, you know, like the same way we do now. I think, like I said, in like, you know, mid May, you know what I mean? Where it's like, whoa, like there's no baseball yet. You know what I mean? Well, I want to, I want to quickly touch on that. Um, you know, you know, me living in Vegas, um, you know, I live, you know, I've, and I'm guilty of it. I've kind of become a, I wouldn't say a, a degenerate gambler, but yeah, I, I like to gamble on here. I like the sports bet. I had, I had Jim, J, Jimmy, Jimmy and, and, Jesus <laughs> and, uh, and uh, Mr. Allegra here can attest to that. You know, we all love the sports gamble and, uh, yeah, in the yeah. next coming episodes, we're going to we're going to introduce some more we're going to introduce more personalities. Um, you know, Mr. David Rohano, he's not with us tonight, but uh, you know, he's we're, a we're all we we we. There's no there's no hiding it. We love the sports bet. Today would have been the first day of uh, of March Madness, and R.I.P. Shit, like. That still hurts. Just you get that back. Just knowing that, just knowing that I live. 10 minutes away from the strip knowing that all the damn casinos are empty right now like it was weird and yeah you know, i can't even all imagine of us, that's like we, some i am legend shit yeah we live and breathe baseball so just imagine like the shit empty feeling we're all gonna feel in next thursday what yeah. should have been opening day Absolutely. it's gonna suck and- like, you know, you this know, is um, void that is, I don't even know how to possibly fill because, you know, for me, like, I am just, I try to be as much of a sports almanac as I can be. You know, I'm watching Turkish soccer. I'm watching, like, <laughs> whatever. I'm walking, watching everything. So we go from just not having baseball. Like, I don't have anything. I don't know what to do with my time. I went out and bought a PlayStation 4 yesterday just so I can play the show. And, you know, I lost right. both of my jobs, but, you know, I had to cancel a vacation, so I had some money laying around. So, right. fuck it, I'll go get some baseball for myself. Because hey, that's what we got to go. find ways. That's how we can hey, go, man. Is stimulating, uh, stimulating a basketball in a game today, man. And it was enjoyable, man. <laughs> you know, you know I, 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 I agree with Jimmy on that one, dude. Like, I saw a simulated basketball game and i'm like why am i enjoying this that's weird good you say you that the ship you, is Jesus. empty oh shit can't there you go you're good that the ship is empty it's because the media and all this, and that's the good and bad thing about the media and social media right now, is that they're getting the word out there. And there's, I mean, people are scared to go out. But imagine a hundred years ago, when there was like no so like nothing, like just newspaper, and that took fucking a day or two to print. Like, we're still out, and like sick people were out and shit. So that killed millions of people. And now we're trying to control it. It sucks that like people are, don't have jobs but it is saving lives that's i mean that's we're trying to save lives, lives here yep yeah. i think everybody's Absolutely. thinking that 
that sacrifice. You know, like at the Padres games, bro, like, you know, that guy that gets up there and does that wavy things with his hands, like in the seventh inning. We all love that guy. I know the Padres fans listening. They they know who I'm talking about. Um, and, man, that's the those are the people we're trying to protect, man. It's like it's not about us. It's not about us talking right here because we know we'll probably be fine. Like, we don't have underlying conditions that we know of. We're not 60-plus. We're not – we're not the target of this. Yeah, we have the responsibility. We, to protect blast it how it is. Just imagine. Like, it's up to us to take care of each other. Yeah, and like if this wasn't being blasted, I was, and like sports were still going on. Imagine like fifty people that attended opening day that had coronavirus. Like, right? That, Can you imagine how much that would multiply? Yeah. Yeah. The it's the I current just, the current yeah. state. It sucks, but. You know, at the end of the day, it's all it's all to look out for each other, and um, that's what we got to do. We got to take care of each other as much as. Um, and this is one thing that um, you know, Ralphie and I have discussed many times when we're absolutely drunk at the bars. Amen. <laughs> hey man, we Amen. we we support opposite teams, but at the end of the day, we want to take care of each other. Yeah, and and that goes for everybody listening. You know, if- if I could, uh, there, there, there are there are people that there are people in the comments that absolutely despise us. Yeah. But at the end of the day, yeah, we're all we human. Love you we're all. here to take care of each other. We love you all. And and, I, and, and we love that this, banter. If, like we wouldn't be called trash talkers if we didn't love that shit. Yeah, we we yeah, love the and, banter. We love the slander. <laughs> and I will add this to that to like you know the people who love what we do and you know people who follow us and you're like us just because uh, you love baseball and you like talking shit. And you know you, you gotta you gotta be a certain type of way to be able to do that because it's fun, you know. And if you're not having fun, then you know what's the point? And I've always felt like if you can't talk, you know, if you talk shit about yourself, no one else can, man. You know what I mean? So just lighten up, <laughs> be happy, and you know, yeah, for sure. Because there's, I mean, there's definitely times where we where we get on each other in the group chat. You know, we legitimately talk shit. Sometimes get angry at each other, Big but time. you know. As soon as oh, yeah. you press the back button and you're out of the group chat, like, it's all over, bro. It's all love. It's all one family. It's, it's all, all based. It's all love. Yeah. And just... ultimately, the whole goal is to have, um, you know, even more of the MLB Trash Talkers crew here on the, on the show with us. Um, you know, there were some, you know, it, getting this whole, those whole project going was a bit of a challenge in itself. You know, we all have different work schedules, right? Um, we all have kids, we all have families, we all have significant others to take care of. Um, you know, the one silver lining that I do see in, in this is, um, this whole crisis is that, Hey, we're all, we're all here at, we're all here at home locked up. Um, we might as well make the time, right? Yep. This is how we cope with it. And, um, we're, we're all going to get through this. Like, Oh, why don't we get together? (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Hanging out for what if we get together and do this, a podcast, but we can't. You know, and for everybody <laughs> listening to this, like, you know, that, I think that's why, um, you know, we all, me and Ricardo, for example, we, we had talked about this for like a while. We always wanted to kind of put a voice behind, you know, what we do and, you know, especially if people enjoy it. And um, like I said before, like, you know, right now we all should be getting ready for the season. And the our first podcast, I know for a fact, all of us wanted to talk about you know, what we did at opening, uh, I mean, uh, at uh, spring training, what we're going to do for opening day. But unfortunately, now here we are just talking about hopefully we'll get some baseball this year. 
you know, so my point to what I'm saying is that it doesn't matter what team you root for. It doesn't matter what team you hate. Right now, we're all on the same boat, you know, and um, we just all got to get through it together. And uh, when we do, I can't wait to, like, talk shit about everybody's team. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you you guys are fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I have our, like, MLB Trash Shocker family kind of saw that this year, too. That's I'm not sure when that's gonna be happening. Hopefully it does happen. And so, I mean, I was I was supposed to take my little guy to his first baseball game, and that's probably delayed as well. So, I mean, go ahead, Ricky. My bad. No, I was just gonna say. So the ultimate goal, and for the listeners, is ultimately I, um, I'm gonna be honest, you guys. I don't have money. I, but I do, at some point, want to throw like some sort of gathering for as many people as I can. That's like my dream right now is to throw some sort of gathering for all the followers, the people who yeah. have supported us over so many years. Yeah. Just as a way to say thank you. Let's have fun. Let's just have a good time. Who cares what team you go for? Let's just – we're at the end of the day, we are all family. That's one thing I really want to emphasize and stress on this page and this baseball community is that at the end of the day, no matter who we go for, we, we all talk shit, right? But we're yeah. all here to support each other. Um, yeah, man. And, and this like, all started I would have loved with, to have one all, of those events to finally happen. This all started with the um, with our own LLBTT crew group chat, and um, we've had we've had events, you know, for our own little crew. And every time is always a success. So, and I want to replicate that for for the people who have followed us since 2014. And I'm you know, so I, happy that. Could, um... If I could touch on what Ricky's saying, um, I think we were all excited about this year, right, guys? I think we were all excited about, like, seeing, you know, meeting people, like what Ricky said, that are part of the MLB Trash Talkers communities. Because, you know, I, I myself have, like, met people, you know, through Instagram. I know uh, we all went to FanFest, you know, the, well, we all went to Padres FanFest. Yeah, Padre. yeah. <laughs> yeah, we you guys saw that. Padres fan fest. <laughs> yeah, man, we were we were getting stuff left and right, man. We were having people take pictures with us. Like it was awesome. We loved that it was shit. Awesome. Like honestly, yeah, it awesome. like it's it not a bother so to us fun. at all. Yeah, you know, it was so surreal. There, you guys know what's up, man. Like it felt so fun. Like, to the know, freaking gold game. Our, even though our like you know the page is dedicated to like talking shit about everybody. You know the people that were coming up to us that you know just really liked what we did. You know. There, you know, we just want that. We want that experience with everybody, and I think this year we were all excited about it, and um, that's why this Corona shit has just really affected us, you know, because I think we were all. I think every, everybody who's listening to me right now, I think everybody was excited to see, you know, opening day and see their team play, and the fact that none of us are gonna see it, we all have that in common, and we just gotta, we just gotta get through this shit together, man. We're all we're all in this together, man. Um, and for anybody listening out there, if you guys any need any type of consulting or just anything, you know, I, I, I'm more than happy to help you guys get through this as well. Or you can reach out to any one of us. Um, we're all in this together. This situation it sucks. Um, I've been, you know, I, I live in Las Vegas. We've been under lockdown since. Tuesday. I've been working from home since Monday. Um, I haven't left my apartment in four days. Ouch. 
It's tough. We're under this yeah. for the next 30 days minimum. Who knows how much longer yeah. it can be. Um, but it's, it's my job for myself and for my family to keep us sane. So... Oh. Amen, and this dude. goes for all of our followers and our listeners. Um, if you guys need somebody to talk to, um, reach out to my personal account or reach out to Moby Trash Talkers um, via DM. And, um, anyway. you know, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to help you guys get through this. You know, we're going to we're not going to we're not stopping. We're going to keep giving you guys content. Yeah. Um, and the, and I think we're, that's we're like not going anywhere. Thing, what we're doing like right now, it's like we don't know when baseball is coming back, everybody. So we're still here. Doesn't mean we. Yeah, stopped. you know we're still here. One, we're not stopping. We yeah, we're all still we here. We're, we're all. You know. So. And. Uh, the words of Leonardo day. DiCaprio from Wolf of Wall Street. We're not. I'm not fucking leaving. leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. We're not fucking leaving. We're not fucking leaving. We're not fucking leaving. That's a great point. I was about to bring that up. But um. Listen, you guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for our first pilot episode. It's it's been phenomenal. I didn't know how it was gonna go. Uh, <laughs> it's gone a lot but, more smooth than I thought uh, yeah. it would, to be honest with you. It, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. And uh, before so, I mean, you wanna... so before we leave too, I think we're all in agreement. Fuck the Giants. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the Giants. Sorry, Let's Giants fans, but yeah, Giants. everybody here, yeah. not fans. Sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. We'll you Giants fans, more ammo to talk shit in the chat, though. Yeah, wouldn't be so, talk a lot of shit talking. So, Giants. As soon suck. as we all sign off tonight, um, I'm gonna go and get this episode edited. Um, for you guys, I'm gonna so I'm gonna go ahead and sign off right here. This for the listeners, but you guys go ahead and Thanks, stay on the call. You guys um, want to go ahead and sign off with your uh, Instagram? I want to handles? say one more thing for the listeners. Go ahead. This episode, we're, we're talking about the coronavirus. It was kind of sad, kind of depressing, but I'm sure we'll be getting into a lot more fun content. And if they have any questions, concerns, dislikes, <laughs> likes, make sure you like leave it in MLB Trash Talker comments and all that shit. So. Oh, trust me. We're ready. We're gonna be we're, we're gonna be discussing predictions, injuries, um, just the state of baseball. We can touch on other subjects. Where okay, we're all degenerate gamblers here. We're gonna be discussing gambling as well. This uh-huh. is a pilot episode. We we want to give our listeners the feel, introduce some of our personalities here. Um, uh, I'm just excited that we finally got this underway. And thank you guys for being on here. Um, I'm I'm blessed I'm blessed to have you all here. And for our listeners, our followers, you know, you guys are our bread and butter. You guys are our life force, our driving force, and what keeps us going. So do you guys here want to go go around the horn with your Instagram handles before we get out of here? Yep, go ahead. Go ahead, Allegre. Uh, You can follow me at Lord Allegre on Instagram, L-O-R-D-A-L-E-G-R-E, all one word. You can follow me, Ralphie, at the pipe guy. It's just like it sounds. Uh, you can follow me at Jimmy oh, underscore. <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> you can follow me at Jimmy <laughs> underscore L O C S. Jimmy Locks. At Jess Derman. Uh, those. Uh, it is J E S D U R M O N. Jess Derman. 
And last but not least, Ricardo Ortega. You guys can follow me, Ricardo underscore D Ortega. Once again, you guys, this this night has been phenomenal. Um, what do you guys say? Do you guys want to do an episode every three or four days rather than weekly? I, I want to give our followers as much content as possible. Yeah, I mean, at this rate, I mean, I got nothing else going on, you know. So yeah, we're all, we're all, right? Yeah, if everybody wants to be in the quarantine with us, man, just let us know. Join, join <laughs> the quarantine. Guess, and I guess we'll this find is, out on the comments and on the views and subscriptions yeah. and everything exactly how we're, high demanded. So we'll find out. We're living through a history book right now. Yeah. 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 All right. Hey, take will, care, guys. Will we be touching base in other sports or not? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Come on. We're we're not we're not the only sport being affected by this uh this global pandemic right now. Um Yeah, and you know and, when uh, the sports we're, get started, we're gonna uh, have that Oh, sorry, but <laughs> no, no, I was, gonna, I was you know, no, when sports get no, started back ahead. up when the timbers come down to LA and whoops the mass, you know I'm gonna be talking shit, so <laughs> All right, guys. this is gonna be a great year, you guys. Let's make the best of it. Thank you so much, you guys, my listeners, MLB Trash Talkers, Los Chingones Baseball Club, the pilot episode. Adios. And we will see you back here in a couple days, you guys. Peace. Um, for now, stay strong, stay safe, you guys. We're all in this together. Um, don't lose hope. Just stay positive. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your families. We love you all. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.